Hey, welcome back to another episode of Hero Talk, the Ruder Hero podcast that comes at you mostly weekly. Mostly on Thursdays. Mostly on Thursdays, unless, you know, it takes longer, which sometimes it does deal with it. I'm David, your co-host. I'm the contact center manager here at Ruder Hero Plumbing with, uh, among other things that I do. And uh, the other co-host is... Kat. Hello. All right, I thought there was going to be more to that, but I guess there's not, so that's okay. Uh, together, we're on the attack. With us today is Jenny. Hello, Jenny. I am Jenny. <laughs> All right, Jenny, tell us a bit about yourself. Just a little, just a snippet. Like well, what you do here? I sit in the nook part of the office. <laughs> the nook. The nook. Yeah, the nook. Yeah. Um, admin mm-hmm. and hero helps, and... Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Make it sound riveting. So, the nook is my favorite part of the contact center floor because it's so different. Yeah. It's There's just no a, expect there. It's just a giant cubicle. That's all it is. And uh, at first, we were going to turn into like a breakfast nook with like cereal and stuff like that. And then we were like, eh, no. Then it was going to be like a training room, and then it was like, eh, no, it's not really soundproof, and if we get loud in training, which we do, it's, uh, well, people can hear it on the floor, and, you know, people are talking to customers, and, eh. I love the nook. I love when people visit me, because <laughs> I'm lonely back there. <laughs> it, is, it is a lonely place. So. It's nice. The uh, the person who used to sit there before he did would like pass notes through the uh, the cubicle wall, so. <laughs> just like, That's fun. That's mm. a fun time. Yep, it's uh, mm. it's interesting. So today we're going to be talking about burning the ships, and what this means. Well, let me let me tell you a bit about the history of where this term comes from. Thanks. <clears throat> If you are a history buff, you may know the story of Cortez and the burning of his ships. In the year 1519, Hernan Cortez, I think I said that right, arrived in the New World with 600 men and upon arrival made history by destroying his ships. This sent a clear message to his men, there is no turning back. Two years later, he succeeded in his conquest of the Aztec Empire. Now, I'm not saying here that uh, I agree or endorse invading a place and killing all the natives. Because I don't. That would be insane. And I would be canceled. Very canceled. So, not saying that at all. It was wrong. Your hat literally says, burn the ships. I just noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am wearing a hat that says burn the ships. Very on brand. Yep. Very on topic. I know, I know, I know. And the fact that nobody can see me through this is... But yes, I am wearing a burn the ships hat. So, let's get it out. I just didn't notice it. That's okay. That's all right. So, what, what burning the ships mean is not giving yourself an out. Not giving yourself a retreat not giving yourself a plan B. So, Mm. the cut and run thing. So, 
go all in on everything that you do, except for what Cortez did. <laughs> Let's talk about it in a kind of a business sense and a, uh, a personal sense, not in a conquistador sense, because that was like 500 years ago. That's history. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. You so, were a history major. I was, yeah. Look, look what that got me. So, what? A very knowledgeable person. Yeah. A very knowledgeable thing with their history. Yeah. yeah. You know, originally I wanted to be like a history teacher, but this is almost the same thing. So, yeah. So, burning the ships, leaving no out, cat. Yes. Give me your thoughts on that. Do you think that's stupid, or do you think there's some validity to that? I actually kind of like it. You do? Yeah. Right, I cool. feel like, what do you need a plan B for if you just go all out on plan A? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. I think so. Right? Or what do you think? You think you need a plan B, Jenny? You need an out. You always need a plan B. Yeah. But I mean, if plan A worked perfectly fine, you don't need a plan B. But then I feel like I would want to try plan B if I had another plan. You're confusing me now. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't part of this. (laughs) Alright, so, with, with this, it's just, they didn't give themselves an out. If things had gone array, if things had gone sideways I'm sure they would have you figure it out as you go yeah you figure it out as you go you if they went and like and weren't successful in what they were trying to do they'd you know do something else they'd settle somewhere or you know they'd go conquer another empire or whatever um, but they couldn't go home they couldn't go back So, because, well, they burned their ships. And I believe the same thing happens in the expansion pack for Warcraft (laughs) 3. So, which you don't need to hear about. But the the blank stares I just got was amazing. (laughs) But I did find that game at Goodwill the other day for $2.99. But it was only one disc, and I think you need another disc to install the game. So I was like, cool, Goodwill. Thanks. Hmm. And I could have used it on the computer here with Windows XP. Because. Why not? Yeah, it came out with XP was around. <laughs> so, which was like 20 years ago. So, why do we have a, a computer here with XP? I don't know. It's History. just. It's fun. It's like, oh, look at this. This brings me back to, and I'm going to age myself here, bring me back to like high school. So, with. Uh, Sometimes you just can't let go of some things, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, maybe there's something on it that you can't get off of it. I don't know. <laughs> so. So many theories. It's the giving yourself an out, which causes a lot of people to not get things accomplished because you can, out of it, if you hit the first piece of adversity, the first wall, that's when a lot of people unfortunately are like yep yep nope that's it i'm out bye that's true so 
burning the ships metaphorically here. You don't want to go to the you don't want to go to Long Beach <laughs> and just torch all the yachts or Let's not do that. No. No. I'm pointing at the mic, but <laughs> I'm pointing at the at the listeners here. <laughs> so I don't know, dude. Um so now cat. Yes. Because you're right here. How often do you give yourself an out when you're planning new things or doing new things? Ooh, I don't know. I really feel like it just depends on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for example, with school, I thought I was going to go one direction and I went a completely different direction because that major was full. No, that's not giving yourself so an out. Like, that's uh, changing your course. What what was the initial uh, thing that you wanted to study? It was marketing, but they they said journalism would connect to marketing essentially. So it does, it does. So I went with that. Okay. But I mean, I feel like that was like a Plan B mm-hmm. type of situation. Yeah. yeah. But so you course corrected you. Yeah. It's like that's not giving yourself an out. That's like. Giving yourself an out with that would have been, oh, it's full. Gotta I'll, wait till next year. Because <laughs> I just won't go to college. Okay. So. So then I feel like I don't do it often. Oh. I feel like I always try to find a way to course correct. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jenny, how about you? I think when things are like out of my control, mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it. I think that's when. Mm. But obviously I'm not a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't get discouraged quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I can't control something, and just like this person, you know, not calling me back, like it's just like I can't do anything about it. You right. know, I just gotta wait or find the next best thing for me. Right. Yeah. Right. Not just give up and be like, oh, well, I guess. Yeah. All right. This is what's in store for me. Yeah. Which happens, but like it should not let you. You know, mm-hmm. not keep trying. Right, right. Don't get discouraged, like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I mean, that goes back to like fear of failure and things like that, where uh, I'm of the opinion that you should fear failure. Mm-hmm. Because the ultimate failure is not trying anymore, it's giving up. Yeah. So you can get knocked down over and over again, and you're still not failing as long as you get up and try again. So. That's the, uh, that's the thing. So, and burning the ships doesn't mean you can't go sideways or even stand still. It's just you can't go back. Mm. So, that's where a lot of people get it twisted. Um, that story is you have to keep marching forward no matter what. There are some ventures that you'll go on that are just doomed to fail because either the timing is not right or, you know, it's not possible. Like, uh, infinite energy so or self-producing energy not possible right now you can try all you want it's not gonna happen so sorry there's physics but <laughs> but there's other things that you could work on there's other things that you could do where the skills you gained from trying that venture mm-hmm. you can use those skills in another venture that's why so many like entrepreneurs um, they have many, many failed projects until the one that hit because they gathered all those skills and they never 
backed off of them. They just course corrected. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about you? What about me? I don't give myself an out. Not anymore. Last time I gave myself an out, my out was living in a van down by the Denny's. So, and that, that, looking back at it, that was no fun. Mm. At the time... You made the best of it. You make the best of it. You make friends with the people at Denny's. (laughs) And then they give you free food every now and again. So, you know. Yeah. And then... So that was cool. But... But you uh, learned from it. Yeah, of course. Of course. And honestly, something like that teaches you how to be grateful for every single thing that you do have. So... Yeah. But... And I wouldn't recommend doing that (laughs) to anyone. It's... It's not safe. Yeah. It's, uh dumb um, and it came from a unwilling unwillingness to ask for help so and I was like yeah screw everyone I'm gonna do this because I was just mad angry you know a kid being like yeah just don't need to work on time every day though so I don't know what's everyone else's excuse I don't know so Yeah, what other choice did I where was I going? I don't know. (laughs) In the place that had free water, coffee and everything. I was like, Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here early. (laughs) (laughs) You're early and stainly. I just don't want to get back in the van, guys. And by van I mean it was a minivan. It was a Dodge caravan. So Spacious. It was spacious. Took out the middle seat. It was a good time. You made the best of it. Yeah, and it was called the puke wagon. And here's why. One of my friends puked on it. But the other <laughs> reason why was because I was in a band at the time called the Pukes, and we used it to haul around our equipment. Nice. Yeah, and thank God there's no recordings of that band because it was awful. That could have been our intro. That could have been. That could have been. I actually Are reached out. Are you sure there's no recordings, even in that old computer you have? If there is, if it's on cassette. Mm-hmm. So, cause this was like 2000, 2001, and CDs existed, but like... Yeah, I was like, I feel like CDs like, existed. They did, but like, you know, recording onto a CD was Harder. difficult. So, but my friend, I reached out to one of my friends from back in the day, and he does have... Um, MP3s of a few of the pro- of music projects that we did do, um, and he's going to convert them and send them over to me. So I'll be able to listen to terrible stuff I did when I was in my late teens and early twenties. And we'll be able to add it yeah. to our podcast. Yeah, it's it's awful. Um, Made in the office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, better than whatever they were playing the other day. So. It's like, I don't know what Lizzo is. I just don't know. I just don't want What's to listen to it anymore. What's a Lizzo? <laughs> exactly. It was like, mm, this is bad. It's a bad time. That's the only song I know. <laughs> there is one on TikTok. Um, yeah, it's because of TikTok. You notice that uh, TikTok has further ruined our attention spans? Yes. You know why, right? Because it's only... Less, like yeah. less than a minute. And then you 
just keep scrolling. And then you're done scrolling and it's been three hours. And you're like, oh, well, I wasted three hours. Now my battery's dead. Yeah. Because it drains batteries a lot. This has nothing to do with anything. I'm just padding time. <laughs> I just want to throw this in there. I'm never on TikTok, so I'm like, hey. <laughs> That's good because... My sister's like, did you see my TikTok? I'm like, no. And I go open it, like 19 cent. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and now that they added like that three-minute feature, I mm. find myself even like... Because you can fast forward. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, so does this get just, good? Yeah, I'm like, let yeah. me just check. And yeah. it's like, that's so yeah. bad for your attention span. Mm-hmm. Yep, especially now that YouTube's copied it. Um, Instagram and Facebook have copied yeah. it. It's just like, Snapchat tried to copy it. It's like um, all the same things. <laughs> so. Different variations. Of social media. Yeah, there's... I am not a social media person. It's, it's, I'm like, well, I am, because <laughs> that's my job. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of it's boring. It's just the same things. What I do like to watch is like the cooking stuff. Like I love to watch mm-hmm. cooking videos. Mm-hmm. Probably, honestly. Yeah. And Teach the news. Recipes. I'm getting old. <laughs> and the news. It happens. It happens. <laughs> so. I know. I notice as soon as I clock out, I'm like, I'm not on social media at all anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, the crazy thing about getting old is you feel young until you sit on the couch wrong, <laughs> and then then you feel your age. And yeah. it's it's weird, um, and I'm 40, so I'm like over the hill, and just based on human life expectancy, I'm over the halfway point. So what the human life expectancy is like? What 72? Maybe 77? I don't know. It's one of those, mm-hmm. and uh, that means I'm past the point of no return. Which brings us back to Burning Bring the Shoes. <laughs> that was, point of no that was amazing. Full um, circle. <laughs> so, and I, I would even, um, for Burning the Ships and going all in, I would even use that as an argument against multitasking. Mm. So, why do a bunch of things half-assed when you can go whole-ass on one thing? I think that's an expression. I think whole-ass <laughs> is a thing. So, because, let's face it, multitasking, yeah, are you getting a lot of stuff done? Mm, no. <laughs> you're doing a lot, you're maybe, but no, you're not. Um, in the company book club, we just got done with a Peter Drucker book. Uh, the effective executive and in it they talk a lot about well okay first of all it was written in the 60s it is drier than dry can be um, in the, desert. the way it's worded is awkward because it was written in the 60s and language has evolved since then mm-hmm. um, it's like if you read letters from soldiers in the Civil War to their, like, wives or girlfriends, and then you compare that to, like, modern-day soldiers sending letters to their wives or girlfriends. The uh, Civil War ones are, like, eloquent and beautifully written and constructed, and then the new ones are. So, anyway, the language is really dry. Hmm? I wish it was still, like, well, in a way, yeah. kind of, like, yeah. some... 
the language has both evolved and devolved. And thou shalt not pass. <laughs> I, I posted something in Old English um, yesterday on Discord. And you can understand like three words in it. Because so, <laughs> the language has evolved so much since then. And that's what it's going to be like 500 years from now. English is going to be completely different. So that's how languages work. But anyway. Um, the book. The book. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the parts was, and, it's, and I'm paraphrasing here because I did not memorize it. Mm-hmm. I apologize. But it was like the, uh, the person who goes and concentrates on one thing gets it done better, gets it done faster, and is able to then move on to other things where they can put their full concentration on that to get those done better and faster, as opposed to the person who tries to do everything at once, and they end up working so much harder, but accomplishing less with less quality. That's so, true. That's my argument against multitasking, because it doesn't work. And... There are some unicorns out there yeah, that like, are able to multitask effectively. <laughs> we, ha- we have one in this room. Um, <laughs> I guess. So, that's okay. You never had a juggle life. <laughs> but going all in on one project at a time yeah. and not giving yourself an out by saying, oh, I'm bored with this, I'm going to work on this. Yeah, I can't do that. So, yeah. So, Burning That's the ships true. on that. That is good news. Mm. So, yeah. Because, let's face it, some projects are just really, really boring. Some podcasts are really boring, but not this one. <laughs> so, I've, I listened to a podcast the other day, and I finished it, but it was so bad. But there's nothing like Hero Talk. There's nothing like Hero Talk at all. Take that as you will. So... <laughs> All right, so burning the ships, not giving yourself an out. Course correct is okay. Having options is okay as long as that option isn't an out. An out. So there we go. Any final thoughts on this? I think it was a good way to give a new perspective because I've never really thought about it like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything I Okay. I agree with Kat. All right. All right. So don't give yourselves an out. Listen to the podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye.